millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars, and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, 
save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Noblegoldinvestments.com. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. On Saturday, November 19th, I will be in Plano, Texas, which is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, doing DebateCon. It's being hosted by the modern-day debates people, Destiny, Nuanceboro, a bunch of other people will be there. Alex Stein, all that. Come watch it. It's going to be amazing. Now let's get into the video. Greetings and salutations, loyal viewers out there in the audience. We have an absolutely amazing video for you today because Stephen Miller's group actually produced an advertisement calling out anti-white racism in the Democratic Party with examples. And as soon as I saw this ad, as soon as it has appeared on my Twitter feed, I knew the Young Turks were going to respond to it. And the great thing about their response is how disconnected from reality they are because they deny the anti-white racism exists then talk about how they support the anti-white racism and justify it over and over and over again and just to give you a little bit of a slice of how desperate the young turks are how annoyed they are that their agenda which is being reflected by the democratic party is being called out just look at any still image of Anna Kasparian's face from this video. If you are listening on Apple and Spotify, I am so, so sorry, but her face shows that she is not having it. She's very upset. How dare you call this out? Anna Kasparian and the Young Turks make a lot of money race grifting against white people, and they will not and shall not take this anymore. But before we get into this video, before we do a deep dive into this ad and into the Young Turks' pathetic response to this ad. We have a sponsor, so let me chuck it to the sponsor. Things are getting tough out there. Inflation's at 8.2%, and it only appears to be getting worse. What do you do in times like these? Well, it's always good to have somebody in your corner, which is why I recommend you go and visit noblegoldinvestments.com. They have American-based professionals that will be assigned to you individually to help you navigate these tough times. And if you set up a qualifying IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month, you will be gifted a three-ounce American virtue silver coin it's absolutely wonderful it's beautiful it's got weight like money should have to it so go over visit them at noblegoldinvestments.com or call them at 877-646-5347 that's 877-646-5347 noblegoldinvestments.com when did racism against white people become okay? Joe Biden put white people last in line for COVID relief funds. Kamala Harris said disaster aid should go to non-white citizens first. Liberal politicians block access to medicine based on skin color. Progressive corporations, airlines, universities, all openly discriminate against white Americans. Racism is always wrong. The left's anti-white bigotry must stop. We are all entitled to equal treatment under law. America First Legal paid for this ad. So that's the ad. It comes from Stephen Miller's America First Legal Fund. And just to dispel anything right off the top... As far as I know, there is absolutely no connection between America First Legal Fund and Nick Fuentes' organization that he runs. They both happen to take the America First moniker from President Trump, and they're using it in different ways to do different things. So I'm pretty sure, 95% sure, this has no connection to AFPAC or anything like that. But if I'm wrong, somebody leave me a comment saying you're wrong, Sean. You're ridiculous. But as you can see, the ad's pretty straightforward. It uses quotes and news stories related to Biden, Kamala Harris, and the Democratic Party. And the Young Turks are not happy about it. America First Legal, airing that insane ad in parts of Georgia and Florida. Stephen Miller, one of Trump's advisors and a well-known white supremacist, uh, is behind this particular ad, which, if you know anything about Stephen Miller... It's the most unsurprising thing in the world. So Anna Kasparian immediately starts off by saying Stephen Miller is some kind of white supremacist or whatever. And she's like, it's unsurprising that he would come forward with this anti-discrimination ad. Because as we know, I just said Stephen Miller is a white supremacist. Therefore, it must be true. By the way, one of my favorite Stephen Miller facts of all time was when I actually was doing the deep dive into the Duke lacrosse hoax. And I ended up finding a Nancy Grace segment. And I remembered and I looked for this segment 
indictment because Nancy Grace was so nasty. But the person who was pushing back, the person who was pushing forward the skepticism was a very young Stephen Miller. And he turned out to be 100% right on that issue. I want to go to Stephen Miller with the deep conservative union. Stephen Miller, uh, what's your response to the indictments handed down and the arrests? Well, I think I speak for many students when I say that we're very, very concerned that two innocent people may have possibly oh, just had their lives ruined. Lord. You're saying it's not possible they're innocent. That's not no, even I'm in the not realm of possibility. It's not possible, but a grand jury has heard evidence and deemed this fit to go to a trial. Right, and, and we're saying that. Without ever hearing what the victim has to say, you're saying the grand I'm not jury saying, is wrong, I'm not saying I'm the convinced victim at all. is lying, and your first problem is two innocent people. I said, I didn't say that. I said we're concerned that it's possible that two innocent people may have had their lives ruined because this case does have, Do you have many irregularities and many inconsistencies. Do you have a sister? Uh, yes, I do, but I would appreciate it. I assume it. you've got a mother. I mean, what your first concern is that somebody's falsely That's accused? Don't, don't tell me what my first concern is, please. My first That's concern when the I first, first heard these out of your mouth. Maybe my, I'm crazy. I don't wear hearing aids. I didn't say that was my first concern when I first heard these allegations was that a innocent woman had been raped. That was the first thing that came to my mind. But that's and I not think what you said tonight. But as the facts started to come out, there was many irregularities and inconsistencies that troubled me like many other people. You've talked on the show about how she had bruises on her the day after. But a photo no, taken at 12.03 before... Before the alleged rape occurred, shows that she had bruises and open sores on her body. We also have the 911 call. That's not what Newsweek says. No, the, at 12:03. Yeah, that's not what Newsweek says. That in the report it says that there are already bruises. Okay. At 12:03. Let me get another reaction from Monica. And unsurprisingly, his advertisement right here is also going to be 100% right. These people have no basis for their claims that he's an evil white supremacist. They just don't like him because he's a big immigration guy. And that issue had been put forward by Trump and people like Miller to the forefront of the American people's minds. And essentially, it has changed up the polling to make more and more people concerned about it. That's what this is about from the Young Turks. Make no mistake about it. But of course, uh, it is full of lies. We like to provide the receipt, so we'll go ahead and debunk, decode everything that's in there. Before we do, though, I want to give you an opportunity to just knee-jerk reaction to that ad, Jake. Yeah, just, uh, three quick things. Uh, one is, none of it is true. Uh, and But you need a press that is willing to be honest and say, these things are true and these things are not true. If you hear this ad, you understand that you're listening to a goddamn liar so, hey, I guess the Republicans have decided to lie to you on purpose. So that's been reaction number one. So Jenks like, none of this is true. Let me just put this out there. Stephen Miller's a liar and the press has to call him a liar because none of this is true. Let me give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. When you break down each and every individual claim in this advertisement, 100% of it is true. Everything is tied back to something. These are the policies put forward by the Biden administration. They don't even hide it. They talk about how they're not just concerned about equality anymore. They're concerned about equity, which is evening out the outcome. And since the inequalities are due to differences in behavior, what they're actually doing in order to achieve equity is punishing people who behave better in order to reward people who do not. So Asian people are too successful. They take too many standardized tests too well so you got to lower the threshold for other people to get in while raising the threshold against asian people in the name of equity so that way you can have the outcome that you want which is more minorities them not being asians in high-end universities or universities across the country reaction number two is i've never seen an ad that stokes racial fear and racial hatred as much as that ad does, all with lies. The next point is also ridiculous. The Democratic Party puts forward a bunch of stupid ads that are stoking racial fear that's based completely on nothing. Joe Biden quite famously put out an ad about the reign of white supremacists and all that. During the Black Lives Matter riots, there was an ad out of Virginia where they had a pickup truck chasing down minority kids.
Is this what Donald Trump and Ed Gillespie mean by the American dream? Latino Victory Fund paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertisement. With the Trump bumper sticker and I think with the gubernatorial candidate. So this is something that the left does all the time. But let's get to Jenks' third stupid point. And then third thing I realize is like all the ads now are relatively diverse, right? So whether it's an ad for Coke or Nike or most political ads, even the Republicans will put in uh, actors who are black or Asian, et cetera, pretending that those groups support them. That ad was all white, 100% no, I'm, I mean, white, yeah. obviously because yeah. of the topic, right? But the second thing that it's showing you is, white people, the Republican Party is for you and you only. And so it's as bad as it gets. So it's really hard because we're at the beginning of this video and there are so many stupid points made throughout this video. But this one might take the cake. So this video is about anti-white discrimination. Anti-white discrimination coming from the Democratic Party, which they are openly doing and the Young Turks is 100% in support of. And one of Jenks' criticisms of this ad, which is about anti-white discrimination, is that it features white people in the ad you know like ads about immigration from the democratic party overwhelmingly feature hispanics ads about racism against black people overwhelmingly feature black people and jenks says this is a signal this is a hint that the republican party is definitely for white people which by the way you should point out that this is done by stephen miller's group not by the republican party the republican party does not have what it takes to call out anti-white discrimination this bluntly so no it doesn't prove that so everything jank just said was completely false completely absurd and his stupid point about how oh coca-cola ads have diversity in it but this ad about anti-white discrimination features white people because we're talking about them being discriminated against and that means something about the republican party Party, even though the Republican Party is not responsible for this ad, something, something, I'm Jank Uger, welcome to the Young Turks. Also, minorities, Republicans aren't for you, so Asians stop voting more in favor of the Republican Party, 40% of the midterms. Hispanics stop doing the same, almost 40% of the midterms, because they're definitely, definitely not for you. Ignore the fact that we're the party of defund the police, letting the criminals run wild, which is causing you people to be victimized. We're definitely the party for for you, 100%. And will it get the kind of coverage we're giving it here? You know, overall, will people realize, hey, if I see this ad, I understand that the Republicans are the racist lying party? No, they, they won't get that at all. Uh, tons and tons of people will believe this ad. I mean, they'll believe it because it's true. Every statement in here is, in fact, factual, which we will go over. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I remember any time we covered a story involving police brutality or a story involving let's say a black family getting their home appraised for far less if you know the appraiser knew that they were black versus getting appraised for far more if the appraiser had no idea and thought the owners were white anytime we would cover those stories right wing would get vicious about it and they would accuse us of race baiting so first of all anna you do in fact race bait that's what your business model is you pick up the man bites dog story of a black person being victimized by a white person or in some instances a black person getting into an argument with a white person you slice it up you put it out there, even though the overall context often debunks what you say, and you pretend like it's representative of all the issues. Secondly, you just brought up a race-baiting story, the infamous black appraisal story, which has been thoroughly debunked time and time again. And I'm just going to go into that really quickly so you can understand the flaws in these measurements of the appraisal value. So the first thing that you need to know about every single one of these alleged appraisal racism stories is that all of them were staged deliberately to produce this outcome. They were all set up in advance in order to produce these results, and we also don't have a look in the back end of the results in order to determine whether or not discrimination is or isn't happening. Now, you could argue that some level of staging is necessary in order to detect some form of bias, but the thing is, when everything is staged in such a way, you need to determine whether or not as a component of the staging, you're doing things that would make the property seem more or less valuable. So one of the things that a bunch of these experiments do is they completely change around the interior decorations of the home, the furniture and all that stuff. 
Since a lot of appraisal is subjective, the way the interior of the home definitely has an impact. And we're also not talking about that big of a difference in appraisal value when it comes to these properties. So if you have small marginal differences like these overall studies show of about 5%, that could be down to how the decor is changed around in order to make the home more or less valuable, give or take 5%. Now, every time one of these stories comes up, by the way, the American Guild of Appraisers has also offered repeatedly to conduct reviews of each and every appraisal involved in order to check for some kind of discrimination. And guess what? They all refuse. So what we have here for each and every one of these black and white appraisal stories that people like the Young Turks, who are in fact race baiters, run wild with, is staging in order to produce the outcome that they want. And since there's no real controls on these experiments, the staging could in fact impact the appraisal value because different shifts in decor, different paint, and all that can make spaces look better or worse or bigger or smaller, and we should all understand that. And what we see time and time again is that the difference in appraisal value on average is around 5%, which is not that big of a difference when you think about it. Now, it's big to you if you're trying to sell your home. 5% more or 5% less is obviously important, but overall, if you have a bunch of appraisers come into a place and they're only off by 5%, that's not a big deal. But then you have a third party, which is a guild of appraisers, trying to review the work so they can give a determination on where the true value is, and none of these experimenters will take them up on that offer. So when you have a chance to objectively verify these results, nobody wants to do it. And the reason why is because these are set up to produce victim narratives. They're set up to produce disparities, so people like Anna Kasparian, who seek to race grift, can assume those disparities are due to racism. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, that doesn't really matter about the decor or whatever, because you can see when you're inside and do measurements to get an objective evaluation of the space, and all that, and that can help you determine what's going on. But if you look at some of these so-called experiments, what you'll find is a number of ridiculous flaws. First and foremost, one of the experiments that they did that only produced a net 5% difference in results only had the appraisers look out and measure the exterior of the property, but all of the stuff related to the interior of the property was presented by images given to the appraiser. So if you're an appraiser, everything is down to how these images are composited, what time of day they were taken, because light reflects differently on images depending on the time of day, and all these other subjective things, and this whole discrimination study only produced a 5% disparity. Accuse us of race baiting when we're just reporting the news. Like, this is what is happening in the country. This is what you should know about. No, Anna, you're not just reporting the news. You're curating the news. And there's certain stories that you do not present because you have a perspective that you're trying to push. And one of those pushes is, in fact, black victimization. This is why you didn't look into what you just talked about because you saw the headline, assumed it was right because it fit in with your worldview, and you put it out there into the world. So no, Anna, you're not just reporting the news. You don't really have any journalists on staff. You're reading other people's news, and then you're selecting which stories you are and aren't going to present based on your biased worldview. No, but they project every time they speak because race baiting is what they do no anna it's what you do remember the young turks covered the jasmine barnes story because they thought it was a white person killing a black seven-year-old girl and jenk took it a step further by trying to imply that president trump was somehow involved that the white person was a trump supporter um it's just absolutely heart-wrenching to look at that and um and so this is terrorism um and we, we don't know why he did it uh, but it's not related to anything else. We, we don't know what's in the guy's head. Uh, he was wearing a red sweatshirt, not a red hat. Okay. Uh, but, uh, he fires in this random cars, uh, and, and with kids in it, with kids in it, and he kills them. So was he politically motivated? Was he religiously motivated? Was he ethnically motivated? We have no idea. You know what we're all thinking. Why did he do it? No. And, uh, only one po possible reason pops up, but it could be something else. But right now, the only thing that separates him and her is the race. And so, but it, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's something else. But whatever it is, it's what I referred to earlier. Um, of all people, Chelsea Manning taught me this uh, phrase recently, stochastic terrorism. Uh, it's when 
um, people are encouraged by leaders to do violent acts. The leader doesn't say kill this specific person, doesn't say you should target Jasmine Barnes. It just encourages you to hate a certain group of people. And then random, unbalanced people in a country pop up and do the violence on their behalf. And that's called stochastic terrorism. And that's what this one looks like. Or that the motive was racism, despite no evidence to this. And when it came out that it was not, in fact, a white person, that it was, in fact, two different black dudes that may have been connected to the mother, the Young Turks and the national media immediately dropped the story. Anna Kasparian got really angry that people were making fun of them for transparently trying to inflate the local crime story into a national story, attack President Trump with it like this. Oh, you said that it was a white guy. What happened? Yes, that's where that clip comes from. And again, it's not Anna's callous dismissal of criticism that is at issue there. It is the fact that they completely dropped the story of a girl being murdered because the races didn't tell the tale that they wanted. You know for a fact, if a white person shot Jasmine Barnes and they actually arrested him, the Young Turks would have been covering the trial. The mainstream media would have been covering the trial. But they dropped it because the races didn't line up, because the Young Turks are, in fact, race baiters. That's why they're interested in the tale. And so is the overall Democratic Party and the liberal media. This is race baiting, and it's based on complete lies. So let's go through each lie one by one. So the first uh, part of the ad says Biden's restaurant relief program excludes white male owners. And then they have this poor guy, poor schlep, you know, he's being denied, obviously. He's not getting any of that relief program money, right? Except, as we know, based on where all the small business money went to during COVID, a lot of wealthy white business owners, 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 white business owners got that money. But it doesn't matter, right? Like this is a lie. So let's let's tell you what actually happened. So notice what Anna Kasparian just did right there. And this is because Anna Kasparian is trying to distract you. She's trying to lie to you because she is in favor of race discrimination in policy. In fact, this is what the Young Turks and the left proposed time and time again so the ad specifically talks about restaurants and anna makes fun of the guy in the ad and she's like oh what a poor schlep and then she says well we know that's ridiculous because the small business loans went disproportionately to white people or went overwhelmingly to white people i don't even think anna can make the disproportionate claim which isn't surprising because white people make up the majority of the country but this was specifically referencing a restaurant program so why is anna kasparian deflecting from that to an overall small business program rather than the restaurant program on top of that i'm pretty sure that the young turks took those ppv loans so maybe stop throwing shade when you in fact took the money and by the way not only did the young turks take the ppp loan they took a lot of money from the ppp program they took 1.1 million of your taxpayer dollars and guess what that money was forgiven. And by the way, during the course of time that they were supposedly affected by coronavirus, they did their show remotely because they're doing an online news show and you can do that over Skype. So the Young Turks fleeced you, the taxpayers, and they're talking about white people disproportionately getting the money or unfairly getting the money while they're supporting a program that actively discriminates against white male restaurant owners. Okay, so Joe Biden did say he was going to do the thing that they said he was going to do in the advertisement, but there's important context, and Anna Kasparian is going to read us that important context so we can understand how that important context changes this from something that's 100% right to 100% false. So they cite an article from um, Daily Wire, which was written in May of 2021. On October 8th of 2021, Joe Biden did discuss potentially prioritizing COVID aid to small businesses owned by people of color and women. But again, they're excluding important context, okay? This is what Biden actually said, the exact statement. Our focus will be on small businesses on Main Street that aren't wealthy and well-connected, that are facing real economic hardships through no fault of their own. Our priority will be black, Latino, Asian, and Native American-owned small businesses, women-owned businesses, and finally, having equal access to resources needed to reopen and build. So I think the full context is important. It wasn't Biden saying like, no, 
We're not going to offer any aid to white business owners. No. We're not going to offer any aid to white business owners. No. We're not going to offer any aid to white business owners. We're not going to offer any aid to white business owners. White business owners. Yeah, it was Joe Biden saying that we are going to prioritize as an administration businesses owned by everybody except for white males, which is what they were saying. And specifically in the ad, they were referring to restaurants. And you just read a quote of Joe Biden saying, oh, we're going to do that. And you're like, no, it's it's totally not discrimination, even though they're using race and gender as a priority and specifically excluding white men. Yeah. Okay. so two things about that. Yeah. Remember, the ad said it excludes all white male owners. Right. Excludes them completely. So first of all, that's a 100 percent lie. And it's a lie on two fronts. As Anna pointed out, uh, other than PPP, which actually went to, generally speaking, sm- uh, small to mid-sized companies, the first round of relief actually went to giant corporations yes. that are run almost exclusively by white males, right? Now, there's some minorities in there, but not a lot, okay? so But the idea that they were excluded is hilarious. They got the overwhelming percentage of the money. They got a lot more money than small business owners did. Again, it is not a lie. White male restaurant owners were specifically under the orders of the Small Business Administration, which came directly from Biden, excluded from the restaurant fund of about $28.6 billion for 21 days. According to the SBA, their policy was that they were going to take all applications. However, they were going to consistently move white restaurant owners that were owned by males to the back of the line and elevate minorities and women above them. Now, since $28.6 billion is a finite amount of funds and you're giving all these other people priority over white people for those days, then yes, white people will be excluded from the program because the money can run out before they get to their turns. And by the way, this isn't something that I'm speculating on. This isn't something that I'm just making up. I am reading you nearly verbatim from a federal court ruling that struck down this aspect of the program. U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor, an appointee from former President Bush, found that the plaintiff was experiencing race and sex discrimination because there was an actual lawsuit filed over this at the hand of government officials. Quote, The evidence submitted by the plaintiffs indicates that the entire $28.6 billion in the restaurant revitalization plan may be depleted before the plaintiff's application can be considered for relief under the program. So yes, this is active discrimination against white people, a deliberate policy to exclude white male restaurant owners, and they're shifted to the back of the line. And again, if you're under a business crunch, 21 days after a year of lockdown advocated for people like the Young Turks could be deadly for you, could be destructive for your business. So the idea that it doesn't matter or that it's good enough that white people were able to get whatever remained in this program after minorities and women were put ahead of them on the list is absurd. It's ridiculous. And again, it just shows the Young Turks are prioritizing their preferred groups and promoting anti-white racism. And again, it's not like you get the loan and you're treated fairly after 21 days. It's all the applications that come into the SBA for the first 21 days are organized with white males at the bottom and everyone else ahead of them. Then they start the processing program so you could be waiting months and months and months even if you apply. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Natural-
NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. On the first day in order to get your relief. So yes, you are in fact being excluded. Yes, you are in fact being discriminated against. And there's a reason why this triggered a federal lawsuit from a restaurant owner out of Tennessee. And then when you go to the small business programs, PPP, etc. We've looked at that, those rules a thousand times. Can white people apply? Of course! Can males apply? Of course! Did whites and males apply? Did they get a PPP? Yes, 100%. So, it, but it doesn't have to be true. Did you hear that, guys? Jenk examined all this. I mean, he didn't find the 18-page federal court ruling that struck this down. Must have not been in his research. But he totally looked for anti-white discrimination. And wouldn't you know it, he couldn't find it. 18-page ruling, Jenk can't find that. It's only public record and was cited in the article from the ad that they're doing a response video to. But Jenk couldn't find it. Wouldn't you know it? So once again, Jenk Uger of the Young Turks is trying to conflate the PPP program, which was the payment protection program, with this specific restaurant program that is referenced in this ad. I specifically outlined the racial discrimination and gender-based discrimination components of that program. Jenk doesn't want to address that, so he's going to say white people got a lot of money with the payment protection program. Also, not disclosing to his audience that Jenk Uger got $1.174 million from this program, and 100% of that, actually more than that because loans occur interest over time, was forgiven. So Jenk stole money from you, the taxpayer, because he had a business that he could operate remotely and he saw a system that he could take advantage of while he's criticizing other people. And even worse than that, Jank Uger and the Young Turks promoted the lockdowns, said it was no big deal, even though they worked for a company where their entire payroll was being covered by the federal government while they were still fully operational. It just has to be like, hey, Biden said half a sentence that could be misinterpreted. Good enough, let's go. Yeah, then that's exactly what they did. And look, the reason why Biden wanted to prioritize the specific small businesses that he was referring to there is for good reason. According to data from the National Bureau of Economic Research, 
African uh, African American businesses saw a 41% drop in business activity from February until April of 2020. Latino businesses saw a 32% drop, and Asian businesses dropped by 26%. Female-owned businesses saw a similarly disproportionate effect with 25% decrease in business activity. That is in contrast to a 17% decrease white business owners have faced. But even so, Biden was just saying that rhetorically. This is what we say about Democrats all the time. They never mean anything anyway. So he didn't actually yeah. prioritize them in any way, shape, or form. Again, Jenk, we're not talking about the PPP program, which you use to fleece the American taxpayer. We're talking specifically about the $28.6 billion that was appropriated in the restaurant fund in Biden's American Rescue Plan and how it did, in fact, deprioritize white male business owners. There's a lawsuit over it. The SBA's rules were quite clear. Biden didn't just say half a sentence randomly and it wasn't connected to anything it was administered in policy if you want to have a discussion about how you jank uger of the young turks ripped off the american taxpayer for 1.1 million dollars then we can have that conversation but you can't conflate the ppp program with what's being mentioned in this ad because this ad is specifically talking about the racial and gender-based discrimination that is in biden's american rescue plan specifically in the restaurant owners portion of that plan reason why biden wanted to prioritize the specific small businesses that he was referring to there is for good reason. Wait, what businesses are being prioritized, Anna? Because you just said that this wasn't happening, but now you're saying there's a good reason why it's happening. So you went from denying that this existed, even though it's outlined in the law, I just showed it to you, to going and saying, oh, well, you know, this is why it's a good thing. This is why I'm in favor of it. So the discrimination against white people, totally not happening, but I'm in favor of the discrimination against white people. So it's one of those things where if you're against it, it doesn't exist. But if you're for it, then it's A plus first class all the way and it definitely exists and it's really a good program that you should definitely support according to data from the national bureau of economic research african uh, african-american businesses saw a 41 percent drop in business activity from february until april of 2020 latino businesses saw a 32 percent drop and asian businesses dropped by 26 percent Female-owned businesses saw a similarly disproportionate effect with 25% decrease in business activity. That is in contrast to a 17% decrease white business owners have faced. So Anna gives you the numbers that white male businesses, I guess they're run better, didn't get as affected by the shutdowns and all that stuff. This is possibly due to the fact that red states disproportionately did not shut down, while blue states that often contain blue cities shut down down much much more but that wouldn't necessarily explain the female business owner thing unless the female business owners are disproportionately not white on top of that i have no problem with you giving the relief if you're going to have a relief program and that relief proportionally affecting people what i have a problem with and what this ad identified was that in the language of the law how the program was administered women and minorities aka non-white males were prioritized by the law he didn't actually yeah. prioritize them in any way shape or form i'm positive the ppp forms and every other aspect didn't even mention race. It wasn't like you could check, oh, I'm white male. Okay, you go to the bottom of the list. It has nothing to do with it. This whole thing is invented, including Biden's rhetoric about how he's going to help blacks and women first. They never did that. They never did that. So Jenk knows the PPP form really well because he used that to steal $1.17 million from the American taxpayer. But again, we're not talking about the PPP program. The ad isn't talking about it. It specifically mentioned restaurant owners. And I've gone over this over and over again that the SBA would take applications and of all the applications for the first 21 days, they would derank the white business owners that applied and only process them after they processed women and minority owned businesses. So the exact same thing that Jenk is saying didn't happen, the non lack of prioritization, 100% did happen which likely means that Jenk knows this, but he's lying. Now let's get to the second one, because actually before we get to the second lie, I need to give you some recent history, okay? So there was a devastating hurricane that took place in Florida, Hurricane Ian, if you can recall. I was on vacation when that happened, but I was following it very closely. The reason why I was following it closely is because it hit a place called Fort Myers, where me and my family visit regularly. Anna. 
I don't care. Whatever you're going into right now about how your family visits this area, therefore you feel some kind of connection, I don't care. Let's move on to the second claim. With that said, with that said, here's the second lie. They allege that Kamala Harris wanted disaster aid to go to non-white citizens first following Hurricane Ian. Not true at all. At all, not true at all. Uh, the assertion is also missing context. In reality, during a conversation on September 30th of this year, Harris uh, was asked about climate justice generally and mentioned distributing resources equitably to help vulnerable populations, okay? So here's her exact comment. It is our lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and impacted by issues not of their own making. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we need to fight for equality, but also equity. Not everyone starts out the same at the same place. And sometimes we have to take into account those disparities and do that work. So again, Anna Kasparian reads Kamala Harris's quote. I will play the clip so you can hear it for yourself, so you can hear it from her own mouth. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making. And so we... Absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity. And despite the fact that that Anna Kasparian just read the quote showing Kamala Harris wants to prioritize non-whites in disaster relief in the name of equity, they say it's completely untrue, even though I just showed you why it's 100% true. Remember, the ad claims Kamala Harris wants to do this. Kamala Harris said disaster aid should go to non-white citizens first. And Anna Kasparian reads Kamala Harris's quote saying that she wants to do this, but then she also asserts that it's not true. I, I don't, I don't, so what did they want her to say? I believe that the federal money should further bolster the finances of the wealthiest people in the country. That's where I think the aid should go to first. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Stephen Miller genuinely thought that. Okay. Uh, Anna, what the hell are you talking about? How about this as a policy? And I know this is going to sound crazy. If we're going to have a disaster relief program when a hurricane hits, when an earthquake strikes or anything like that, the people who had their lives ruined by that disaster get the money based on the fact that they had their lives ruined by that disaster. You don't prioritize minorities or whites or anybody based on race or any ancillary factors. You prioritize people by the fact that their homes or whatever was destroyed by the storm or earthquake or national disaster or whatever. It's not that complicated. You could say that Stephen Miller wants the rich to get richer when we weren't even talking about that. So what she saying is, Hey, let's not leave behind poor people, uh, generally speaking, and unfortunately, uh, disproportionately minorities in this country uh, when things like this hit. So she's not saying, you know what? Finally, poor people are ahead of white people. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing in America? Was that Jenks poor kids are just as smart as white kids moment? So she's not saying, you know what? Finally, poor people are ahead of white people. <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing in America? Also, notice how Jenk says, wouldn't that be amazing if poor people were ahead of white people? So she's not saying, you know what? Finally, poor people are ahead of white people. <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing in America? But if you're poor, it doesn't matter if you're white or black. You know that's never going to happen, right? Yeah. So when she asked for a little bit of equity and equality... For everyone concerned, they're like, how dare you? Rich way, white people should be first. Again, nobody's saying anything about rich white people being first, Yank. What people are pointing out is that Kamala Harris thinks that disaster relief should follow an equity agenda. Equity is equal outcome. This is what they're trying to do. And when they say that minorities start off at a different place, what they're saying is, is that we have to even them out with where white people would be and not base this on the damage that was actually done to their lives and restore them to the point where they were. When she made that statement, she wasn't even referring to Hurricane Ian either. She was just talking about the climate emergency generally. So I just want to point out that Anna Kasparian is all excited right there and saying, oh, she wasn't even referring to Hurricane Ian. 
when that wasn't what was claimed in the ad. Kamala Harris said disaster aid should go to non-white citizens first. So Anna, you're debunking something that was not claimed, and you're acting like it's a big victory when it's a completely ancillary detail that wasn't even claimed by the advertisement. She wasn't even referring to Hurricane Ian either. She was just talking about the climate emergency generally, which does disproportionately impact the lives of low-income communities. We know that. Does it really disproportionately impact the lives of low-income communities? I don't think so. I think rich people tend to live right on the coast. They tend to get the federal flood insurance. They tend to deal with the damages of superstorms and all that. Also, I thought this was an end-of-the-world kind of situation. Who would have thought that storms and the end of the world, the global warming apocalypse, would actually be racist as well? I guess Kamala Harris and the Young Turks. Yeah, and, and oftentimes they're the first uh, uh, to get wiped out. As you see, If you remember the hurricane, I, hurricane Katrina, of course, in New Orleans. Exactly. It yeah. wiped out the poorest areas first that were disproportionately African-American. Jenk, what the hell are you talking about? Hurricane Katrina hit the city of New Orleans. The wall crumbled. The waters came in. The city of New Orleans is between the Mississippi River and the Gulf of Mexico. And just because it's a majority black city doesn't mean that the storm was targeting black people or poor people. It flooded the entire city. Remember the hurricane I Hurricane Katrina, of course, in New Orleans. Exactly. It wiped out the poorest areas first that were disproportionately African-American. The reason why they got flooded, the reason why they had to deal with that disaster is because they live in the city of New Orleans. I got news for you. If you're poor in Detroit, you didn't get hit by Hurricane Katrina because Hurricane Katrina was not a racist hurricane. Hurricane Katrina was a storm that was going through the Gulf of Mexico and hit the city of New Orleans where black people happen to live. If white people lived in the city of New Orleans in the same proportions that black people lived, spoiler alert, they would have gotten hit by Hurricane Katrina because guess what? Hurricane Katrina hit the city of New Orleans. It broke the wall in the city of New Orleans. It flooded the city of New Orleans. It's like a bowl of a city. It wiped out the poorest areas first that were disproportionately African-American. Were they disproportionately African-American in the city of New Orleans? It's a majority black city, maybe disproportionate to America's population as a whole, but New Orleans is not representative of America's population as a whole. And she's saying, don't leave those people behind. Let's go for equity and equality. They're like, how dare you say equality? That means you hate white people. Jenk, she said equity. What people are taking issue with is equity. You're trying to conflate it with equality because all you have is word games as you're defending the anti-white discrimination being put forward by the Democratic Party. White people should get something first. Now, they didn't say it like that in the ad. Instead, they lied in that. No, they didn't lie in the ad, Jenk. It was 100% true. Kamala Harris said it. Anna read the quote. You just don't want to talk about it. That's exactly right. All right, let's do one more real quick. Um, so the ad also has this portion that reads, whites may not be able, may not be eligible for antibodies and antivirals while non-whites are. And they cite the Wall Street Journal on January 7th of 2022. Uh, let's all recall when Ron DeSantis ensured that the rollout of the vaccines in his state went to his wealthy donors first before anyone else. Well, Anna Kasparian brings up the ad where it says whites may not be eligible for certain forms of treatment for COVID-19 in certain parts of the country. And it's due to liberal politicians. And she immediately pivots to let's remember that Ron DeSantis gave the vaccine rollout to his wealthy donors first as if that non-point that completely unrelated garbage is going to deflect from the fact that in the state of new york they actively pursued a policy of discrimination in that they prioritize minorities in terms of medical treatment but since anna kasparian brought it up let's talk about it ron DeSantis with his vaccine rollout actually had CVS and Walgreens, which, by the way, was being used by everybody across the country, to go to the nursing homes and vaccinate the elderly people in the nursing homes. He also distributed the vaccine from Publix locations, among other locations, in the state of Florida. Now, a lot of people try to make hay of this because Publix is really big in Florida and they donate to Florida politicians. And they made the argument that Ron DeSantis gave Publix access to the vaccine because they wanted to help out their campaign donor that is Publix. But the thing is, 
This has been completely and utterly debunked. You see, after 60 Minutes put out this hit piece against Ron DeSantis, where they made the claim that Ron DeSantis got a $100,000 donation from Publix, then gave them first access to the vaccine, which included this edited clip, by the way, where they edited out his answer to make it seem like he had no defense for this. Two Democratic officials that were actually in charge of the decision stepped forward to defend DeSantis in a rare show of nonpartisanship. And what we're talking about is the head of Florida's Department of Emergency Management, who is in fact a Democrat, and the Palm Beach mayor, also a Democrat. Now, in response to 60 Minutes, Jared Moskowitz wrote... I said it before and I'll say it again. Publix was recommended by the Florida Division of Emergency Management and the Florida Department of Health. Period. Full stop. No one from the governor's office suggested Publix, Moskowitz added. It's just absolute malarkey. The Palm Beach County Mayor Dave Kerner also offered a similar sentiment in a Monday statement. So yeah, this is a lie. It has been debunked over and over again. Nobody in DeSantis's office made any suggestion for Publix. This was something that the Florida Director of Emergency Management and their Public Health Office, the Director of Emergency Management, by the way, is run by a Democrat, made in consultation with local government officials who were also Democrats. And this is because what Ron DeSantis did in terms of his response to the pandemic was talk to his local officials, give them what he thought were their best options, but ask their opinion because he figured they were better connected to the communities that they served. So the instance of Ron DeSantis giving the vaccine rollout to Publix, who happened to be a campaign donor, wasn't even a decision made by Ron DeSantis. So Anna Kasparian's idiotic, moronic distraction from what we're talking about isn't even true, but she gets to say Ron DeSantis bad and deflect from what we're talking about because Anna Kasparian is going to advocate for discrimination in medicine based on race. Uh, Let's all recall when Ron DeSantis ensured that the rollout of the vaccines in his state went to his wealthy donors first before anyone else. Um, Obviously, that wasn't mentioned in the ad. Obviously, that wasn't mentioned in the ad because the ad isn't about that, Anna, because that would be untrue, as I just laid out for you. It's been completely debunked. You're just going with it because you're an utter buffoon. Oh, yeah, that's why it wasn't mentioned in the ad. Maybe stay on topic. Uh, But what was mentioned in the ad was, in fact, a lie. The group has taken some legal action on this claim. Earlier this year, America First Legal filed a lawsuit in the state of New York against a Department of Health guideline for COVID-19 treatment that stated non-white race or Hispanic Latino ethnicity should be considered a risk factor as long-standing systemic health and social inequities or inequality, yeah, inequities have contributed to an increased risk of severe illness and death from COVID-19. I, it's just demonstrably true. It's just demonstrably true. So again, you have Anna Kasparian declaring something to be a lie, telling you why it's true, and then moving on to explaining why she's in favor of this racial discrimination. She just said it's not true, but there's also a lawsuit against the state of New York for saying that they're going to prioritize Latino and black status as a risk factor for coronavirus treatment, thus prioritizing them for treatment for the virus. And then she says it's demonstrably true because she's in favor of that racial discrimination in medicine. I, it's just demonstrably true. It's just demonstrably true. But Stephen Miller took that and twisted it in a way that would stoke more hatred, more tensions, more... You know, more of this divisive uh, racial stuff in the country on purpose, because that's what they do. Divide and conquer, divide and conquer. That's it. No, Anna, Stephen Miller did an ad about anti-white racism in the law. He pointed to different laws and regulations and statements where the anti-white racism was being instituted into policy. And the idea that blacks and Hispanics are higher risk factors, therefore we should prioritize blacks and Hispanics as ethnic groups is absurd. The reason they're higher risk factors is because they disproportionately are diabetic and they're disproportionately morbidly obese. So if you were to actually want to craft a policy that determined who should and shouldn't get treatment based on risk factor, then what you would do is prioritize the conditions that correlate to negative outcomes when it relates to COVID. This would help blacks and Hispanics who, by the way, 
are at higher risk due to the fact that they have those behavioral issues that cause them to be higher risk for diabetes or more likely to be morbidly obese without using race or ethnic origin as a criteria. What the state of New York said is that if you have two equivalent patients, one white, one Hispanic or black, then the black or Hispanic person takes priority because they have that notch above. That doesn't make any sense as a policy. If you're going to prioritize obese people or people more likely to die from covid based on a limited supply of monoclonal antibodies that would be one thing but what they said was that they're going to do it based on race and ethnic origin so here let me clarify this too uh so contributed to a risk factor doesn't mean you only give it to people of color okay it never says that as always again i just want to point out that the ad is very careful in its language it says may not get treatment because they're considering black or Latino ethnic origin as a thing that will get you prioritized for treatment. So again, if you're in a one-to-one where everything matches and you're a white person and you're up against a black person, you will be deprioritized if you're that white person based on the fact that they consider the person being black in and of itself a comorbidity and a contributing factor, even though the reason why black people were more vulnerable to COVID is due to the fact that they just have a higher percentage of the main comorbidity, which happens to be diabetes or obesity. So, Jenk, you're being delusional. You're lying about this. You're saying it's not saying that no white people will be treated at all, even though that's not what the ad was saying. That's not what I'm saying. And that's not what the law says. And you're defending it. So let me give you an example that is removed from COVID at all. So I have to get a skin disease that mainly affects uh, Jewish people in the world. I happen to get it randomly. Okay, it's not doesn't exclusively affect Jewish people, but it predominantly affects Jewish people. So being Jewish is a risk factor for that particular skin disease. So the government's saying, hey, remember that and take that into account because we don't want you to forget that that it, it's more likely to affect those particular people. Right. It doesn't say Jank Uger, who isn't Jewish, shouldn't be treated. <laughs> Again, Jank, you absolute utter buffoon. The law that you're talking about, the New York State Department of Health regulation, is saying that you should prioritize blacks and Hispanics over white people because blacks and Hispanic on its own is a risk factor. And considering they're doling out this treatment on a limited basis and they have to do it based on who's more at risk because there's limited supply, what's happening in New York State is not what you're talking about. Right. It doesn't say Jank Uger, who isn't Jewish, shouldn't be treated. <laughs> it doesn't say that at all. If it did, I'd be livid, right? It just says, remember, that it's a risk factor and it is more likely to affect this group. We should all understand that there are certain conditions that affect certain groups of people more often. For instance, Asians are more likely to be allergic to alcohol. That's why a lot of them turn red after drinking. And in the case of COVID, unfortunately, it's devastating. But for blacks and Latinos, it affected them more. It was a risk factor. Again, being black on its own was not a risk factor for COVID. It's the fact that black people and Hispanic people as well have higher rates of diabetes and higher rates of obesity. And those were the things that were more likely to trigger a negative outcome from coronavirus. On top of that, these groups got vaccinated less often than Asians, than white people. And we saw that reflected in the numbers. But of course, the young Turks excuse that because something something oh Tuskegee experiment something something it's totally fine when they do it by the way later you could say that hey uh, being a Republican was a risk factor because they're more likely to be dumbasses that didn't take the vaccine and are much greater danger and I would have told doctors be careful if you're seeing a Republican you should pay more attention to them because they're more likely to be idiots who didn't take any precautions and have greatly endangered themselves. Again, Jenk goes on that rant about Republicans when blacks didn't get the vaccine disproportionately, Hispanics didn't get the vaccine disproportionately, and he would never say that those groups are idiots because they didn't take the precautions. But if Republicans were being prioritized in treatments for monoclonal antibodies, Jenk would be against it because Jenk would say that's discrimination. That's what we were talking about. We're not talking about your propensity to get infected. Okay, but there are risk factors. But the ad itself saying like, oh, white people won't be able to be treated in hospitals. 
Of course, 100% fabrication. Yes, if you were up for monoclonal antibodies and you were put side by side against a black candidate, all things being equal, based on the fact that New York State considered being black an extra risk factor, you would not get treatment on the limited supply of monoclonal antibodies, and the black person would in fact get treatment. So this whole entire video of the Young Turks supposedly debunking Stephen Miller's ad was just them agreeing to the premises, showing that it was 100% right, and then talking about how it was awesome and you should be in favor of it because it's okay to discriminate against white people because reasons. Also, Jenk stole almost $1.2 million from the American taxpayer while condemning these shadowy white business owners for getting PPP funds. You can look it up for yourself, link in the description. But overall, that's all I really have for you guys today. Thank you so much for watching. If you liked the video, show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description box of this video this has been me talking about the young turks supporting anti-white discrimination till next time when it comes to stubborn belly fat we're all searching for a miracle pill generally you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings but believe it or not i may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products it's called belly trim and it's more effective at targeting belly fat enhancing metabolism and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products i've seen typically found on store shelves tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that belly trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.